were out there working out. And that program, of course, takes us to 10.45 GMT for just a chat. It's the English service of Voice of Nigeria. Time now for the World News Bulletin. It's 8 hours GMT. the country with talks of separations looming here. We inherit a nation where its children are left hungry. Will the walls and gates of our school remain unsafe? Said it's 566 page document Consists of 13 chapters, 60 tables, 14 boxes, 10 graphs, and it offers an in-depth analysis of the election's key processes, achievements, and challenges alongside valuable lessons learned. Mr. Olimileku said the report showcases the election's unparalleled diversity in party representation, demonstrating significant democratic process, which had four political parties winning gubernatorial races, seven parties winning senatorial seats, eight in federal constituencies, and nine in state legislatures. He added that the publication underscores the pivotal role of technological advancements, particularly the bimodal voter accreditation system in enhancing electoral integrity and reducing fraud. The National Assembly in Nigeria says leveraging on satellite technology will unlock nation's development and economic potential. The Deputy Speaker, House of Representatives, Benjamin Kalu, stated this at the official launch of the Nigerian Communications Satellite Limited Accelerator Program in Abuja. Kalu said satellite technology can provide long-term solutions through innovations to the challenges Nigeria is facing. The 24-week comprehensive program is an initiative aimed at fostering innovation, providing mentorship and propelling space tech, tech startups into the global spotlight. Still on technology, Voice of Nigeria is willing to partner with the National Information Technology Development Agency, NIDA, through content development in indigenous languages. The Director General, Voice of Nigeria, Mr. Jibril Indachi, stated this when he led his management team on a courtesy visit to the Director General, NIDA, Mr. Kashifu Inwa in Abuja. Mr. Indachi said that content development in local languages will be achieved through the production of programs that will empower Nigerians on digital literacy and skill development. He also said that the partnership will help in creating awareness and safe and responsible use of the internet, combat fake news and fact-check false information targeted to misinform or disinform Nigerians. Responding, the Director General, Nidda Mr. Inwa Kashifu, said through the content on the digital economy to boost digital literacy and skill development generated and broadcast on Voice of Nigeria, the government can reach the undeserved and underserved and unnerved citizens in and across the country. The Nigerian Air Force and the Nigerian Airspace Management Agency have reiterated their commitment to seek innovative ways and solutions to enhance their collaborative efforts at safeguarding the Nigerian airspace. The Managing Director of the Nigerian Airspace Management Agency, Umar Farouk, who stated this when he led a delegation to interface with the Chief of Air Staff, Air Marshal Hassan Abubakar, and his team at Nigeria Air Force Headquarters in Abuja. Mr. Farouk reaffirmed the Nigerian Airspace Management Agency's commitment to the existing collaboration 
collaboration with the Nadra Air Force, which is translated to impressive gains in airspace management, safety, and overall national security of Nigeria. In his response, the Chief of Air Staff, Air Marshal Hassan Abubakar, assured Mr. Farouk of Nigeria Air Force's commitment to solidify and strengthen the existing relationship between the Nigeria Air Force Airspace Management Agency and the Nigeria Air Force. Nigeria's Minister of Women Affairs, Uju Kennedy Ohanaye, says the ministry's partnership with the United Nations Development Program, UNDP, and other organizations are needed for an inclusive and equitable society. Kennedy Ohanaye stated this during a high-level multisectoral meeting on women and girls programming in Nigeria. She said that the meeting was an opportunity to collaborate, inspire, and drive positive change for women and a girl child in the country. The UNDP Program Gender and Human Rights Program Coordinator stressed the need for the agency and the ministry to work collectively, seal partnerships and streamline projections towards a new beginning for women and girls. And across Africa now, Senegal's President Mark Yussel says he'll leave office when his term comes to an end on 2nd April as tensions remain over an election date. President Sarr's recent decision to delay the vote, originally scheduled for Sunday to mid-December 2024, sparked deadly protests. He said an election date will now be decided in political talks to start on Monday. The opposition's demand for clarity on the election date underscores the heightened political tensions in Senegal as various factions await the next steps in the electoral process. The president has been under pressure to announce a new date since Senegal's highest court declared last week that the postponement of the poll was illegal. And former President ECOWAS Commission, Dr. Mohamed Ibn Chambas, has urged the bloc's leaders to lift the sanctions on Mali, Burkina Faso and Niger Republic following the military coups in the countries. Speaking ahead of the ECOWAS summit slated for Abuja, he also called on Mali, Burkina Faso and Niger military leaders to withdraw the threat to exit from the sub-regional bloc. He called on all stakeholders in the West African sub-region to hear the recent call of former Nigerian head of state, retired General Jacobo Gowan, to end the prevailing conflicts in United people in the area. Dr. Chambers also expressed confidence in ECOWAS under the leadership of President Bola Tinubu in its ability to effectively articulate the conflict during the Abuja summit to be held during the weekend and find sustainable solutions. Finally, on the world news, the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has laid out his vision for a post-war Gaza. Under the plan, Israel will maintain security control over the entire area of west of Jordan from land, sea and air. Netanyahu has been under pressure at home and internationally to publish proposals for Gaza since he began his military operation. A spokesman for the president of the Palestinian Authority, Mahmoud Abbas, Mr. Nabil Abu Rudine, said Mr. Netanyahu's plan was dead to fail. And that's it on the World News Bulletin. I'll be right back with happenings around Nigeria. Don't go away. For excellent programming, news, views and analysis of issues from an African perspective, Voice of Nigeria. Do you know the look of a suicide bomber? They're usually in loose or heavy clothing, usually inappropriate for the weather. They carry bags or packages. They tighten their hands or keep them in their pockets. They are unaware of their surroundings, always alone and nervous. They'll be found driving cars moving very fast or extremely slow. Be vigilant. 
Be security conscious. Report suspicious persons, objects and movements to the police and other security agencies. Security is a duty for you and me. Unite against terrorism. If you see something, say something. Welcome back to the World News. We delve into happenings in Nigeria where the National Office of Technology Acquisition and Promotion has charged intellectual property stakeholders to ensure the commercialization of their patents in order to exploit the financial benefits. Speaking at a one-day inventors forum held in Obere, the Imo State capital of southern Nigeria, the Acting Director General of the National Office for Technology Acquisition and Promotion, Dr. Theresa Imiyoho, said the program was organized by the office to ensure that Nigerian inventors and innovators exploit the financial benefits of their research results. The acting DG said that the program is being organized in all the six geopolitical zones of the country to ensure that researchers who have patented their inventions can exploit their financial benefits through commercialization. She stated that researchers with patented inventions or innovations can license them for the purposes of getting royalties accruing from their research undertakings or sell them to venture capitalists for onward commercialization. The Nigeria Customs Service Adama Taraba Area Command has recorded 15 incidents of seizures of assorted items with cumulative duty paid value of over 13 million naira. The command controller, Suleiman Abdullahi, said the seized items include Prima Motor Spirit and bags of foreign rice, amongst others. He said despite his subsidy removal on premium motor spirit, smuggling of the product from Nigeria to some other African countries still persists as a result of high fuel demand and higher price in the neighboring countries. The command, in collaboration, with NAVDAC destroyed some expired and unregistered foreign juice and alcoholic bullet drink which was seized by its operatives last year. The Nigeria Security and Civil Defense Corps Federal Capital Territory FCT Command Olush Olushola Udumosu has assured residents that vandalism of critical national assets and infrastructure in the territory would be over soon. Mr. Odumosu stated this during a visit to the Abuja Municipal Area Council Chairman Christopher Mekalongu in Abuja. He said that the command will sustain its war against criminal elements in the FCT, especially vandals who were shortchanging the citizens of the dividends of democracy. According to him, vandalism and theft of public property such as manhole covers, streetlights, traffic Lights, road bridges, and water dams will be eradicated in the FCT. By the way, the youth wing of the Christian Association of Nigeria can has called on President Bola Tinubu to intensify efforts to alleviate the sufferings of Nigerians. The association made the appeal in a communique issued at the end of its National Executive Council meeting held in Abuja. The communique expressed concern over the increasing cost of living, which it said led to widespread hunger and sufferings among Nigerians. The council also condemned the escalating insecurity in the country, particularly the recent attacks on Christians in Plato State and other parts of the country. And finally, on news about Nigeria, the Academic Staff Union of Universities, ASU, has called on government at all levels to deploy more funds to the education sector. The Bauchi Zonal Acting Coordinator of the Union, Professor Namwa Bonchir, made a call in Plato State. Professor Bonchir, who described the current funding structure for the education sector as grossly abysmal, maintained that a poor funding had been part of its struggle. He said that the lack of adequate funding for universities and the education sector in general had forced heads of institutions to jack up tuition fees, levies and other sundry charges. Acting coordinator of the union also called on federal government to implement all the outstanding agreements reached with ASU, insisting that such a move would promote industrial harmony.
And that's it on the World News Bulletin. But just before I go, I bring you the main points. The Nigerian government says it is at the final stages of releasing 42,000 metric tons of assorted food commodities to support the vulnerable population across the country. Senegal's President Mark Issao says he will leave office when his term comes to an end on 2nd April as tensions remain over an election date. And the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has laid out his vision for a post-war Gaza. And that's it on the World News Bulletin. I'll be right back with the next program online, which will be Business Weekly, just after this timeout. Don't go away. A rhythm of love from Nigeria, the country that defines the future of Africa. Voice of Nigeria, your authoritative choice. From the towering heights of the Zuma Rock to the shimmering falls of the Kogosi live a people united for good. With a rich deposit of black gold as a footstool and engine room for growth. We speak with one voice that though tribes and tongues may differ, but like the whispering rushes of rivers Niger and Benue, we remain united for good. Nigeria. Good people, great nation. Hello and welcome to Business Weekly and Voice of Nigeria. Business Weekly is a program which reviews major economic activities that took place during the week. I'm Mariam Suleiman. The week being reviewed is the third week in February 2024 and during the week, officers of the Economic and Financial Crimes Commission raided bureau de change operators across major cities in Nigeria to curb the activities of speculators, hoarders and unlicensed players in the foreign exchange market. The security operators apprehended over 50 people in a booth. Kano, Lagos and Oyo State, who were transacting in foreign currencies on the streets, an act the authorities say compromises national security and puts undue pressure on the Nigerian local currency. Following the action, President of the Bureau de Change Operators of Nigeria, Abkon Aminu Gwadebi, while reacting to the raid of some street traders of foreign currencies by security agencies whom he described as unlicensed street traders of Forex, commended security agencies for the action. He said there are rules for anyone to operate as a bureau de change operator, including the fact that it is mandatory to have an office render returns and comply with necessary regulations. Just for the civilian to give us the, uh, the, the request we have put for no objection, all we're asking is no objection. We can entirely automate the industry. Any retail, any retail, any retail trader, we will automate him in three weeks. We already built the automation platform. It's there for them. We have sent it to them. Let us give us uh, uh, approval for no objection. That's all we need. We'll go into life. I want to urge all my members to be careful, to be cautious, and they should operate within their offices. Whatever said that the licensed bureau de change operators are in support of any sanitization move that can remove street trading. For us, we are licensed and that we are regulated. And as a licensed bureau de change, there are criteria. You must have an office. You must uh, render returns. You must comply with necessary regulations. So what is happening? Honestly, like I said, I want to draw a caveat. What is happening is not 
are really to the license bureau to change. They the operators of street traders. For us, uh, we are against any street trading and we support any action that will uh, remove that street trading. It affects me as a bureau to change. I have an office. No, any client will come to my office because of the menace of the traders. The president of the Association of Bureau de Change Operators of Nigeria appreciated the management of the Central Bank of Nigeria for its collaboration to address the crisis in the foreign exchange market. Also in the week, the Nigerian government was called upon to encourage farmers in the country to practice mechanized farming in order to arrest the present food insecurity in the country. Chief Economist at the ARKK Economics and Data Limited, Dr. Samson Simon, while discussing the deficiencies in the country's economic growth and how insecurity affects agriculture, said the authorities need to act fast in doing so. That is true. The yield in Nigeria is abysmal. Uh, even when you compare it to our African peers, it's really low. So um, the authorities need to do something about that. But um, when there's uh, insecurity, people cannot even go to their farmland. So talking about yield takes second. It doesn't take uh, the yield does not take the precedence that um, the security problem has, the, the security issue uh, within the country is having. Because when you tackle insecurity, that's when people can start going to their farm. And when people start going to their farm, that's when you talk about the yield and the productivity of, uh, of the hectare or acre of, of farmland. And that can actually be improved if um, you have mechanized farming. I know the Nigerian authorities for the while now um, have been insisting that uh, everybody should go to the farm. Uh, they want everybody to be a farmer, but I think that's the wrong way of doing things. And we have been doing that, it has not been yielding the results that we, we desire. So what is actually needed is people should graduate from subsistence or subsistence farming to mechanized farming. And only a few of us can do that. We don't need Tell me one country that has succeeded. The agricultural sector has grown and has met all the domestic demands and has so much surplus export. Let's use uh, Ukraine, for example, that where we, where is a, one of the largest uh, exporters of uh, wheat. It's only a tiny fraction of the population that is engaged in agriculture, even in America, even in Europe. So telling all Nigerians to go back to the farm is, is the, in my view, is not a wise thing to say. What we need is to mechanize agriculture, uh, reform the land tenure system, and make sure that we have improved breeds of either crops or animals. That was the chief economist at ARKK Economics and Data Limited, Dr. Samson Simon. In respect to economic challenges faced by African countries, the Nigerian president, Bola Ahmed Tunubu, met privately with former head of state, General Yakubu Gowan, at the presidential villa Abuja to discuss issues bordering on crisis in the West African regional bloc. Addressing State House correspondent after the meeting, General Gowan said he had robust discussions with the president while he clarified the rumors of him being a stumbling block in ECOWAS' moves to resolve the regional crisis. General Gowan stated that misinformation about his role on the regional crisis has been adequately addressed. That is not the case. I think there was a mixed uh, communication somewhere, and uh, but I think 
it gave the opportunity uh, for Mr. President then to uh, call me and so that we can discuss. And uh, what I was to do at uh, that uh, ECOWAS uh, meeting was part of the discussion that we had today. So that has been done and, uh, and, and solved. And I hope that uh, we can probably be able to have that uh, um, message uh, in a done uh, later on today at the ECOWAS uh, uh, in the headquarters, probably about five o'clock. I'm sure. The former head of state further speaks on the hardship in Nigeria. He urged Nigerians to be patient with the government of President Tinubu as he strives to resolve the numerous challenges bedeviling the nation. You know, the government is trying their best to deal with the various problems uh, of the country, but uh, with Nigerians, don't you worry, you can get criticized. I think people out there, they know better than uh, what you know, you know, there, but, uh, you know, I think all that one can say is that to Nigerians have to give uh, uh, the, the president, uh, the, you know, time to get things really done, and it is uh, too early to sort of say that uh, yes, that absolute result, perfect result, would be achieved in, uh, now. So uh, that is my, uh, you know, opinion. That was the Nigerian former head of state, General Yakubu Gowon, speaking there. And from the neighboring West African countries, a senior economist at the World Bank Group, Mr. David Mihali, during the week said the World Bank is committed to supporting the recovery of the Ghanaian government. He said this while addressing journalists on the economic challenges being faced by the country. The World Bank is really engaged day-to-day -day in Ghana to support the government and other partners, you know, to, to achieve uh, this mission of, uh, of reducing poverty. So a series of uh, budget support loans that I have mentioned, there is the operation to support the stability of the financial sector, but the bank is currently engaged and will engage in many more areas. The bank is also preparing a dedicated operation to support the energy sector and its financial viability. Uh, there are operations to support MSMEs, small businesses, uh, help them thrive and develop and grow bigger and generate jobs. And they are like uh, projects uh, to help the, the social protection, to finance the social protection programs, notably LEAP, school feeding, and you know, there are more in preparation in education. That was the senior economist at the World Bank Group, Dr. David Mihali. It is here we end this week's edition of Business Weekly. Join us same time next week for another package. I'm Miriam Sleiman. From the center of unity, Abuja, to the shores of the Atlantic Ocean, Lagos, this is Voice of Nigeria. We are committed to the unity of our great country, Nigeria. Let us support our armed forces. Let us stand together with them. Let us stand for them. Our symbol of unity. The gallant men and women of the armed forces. On land, air and sea. Who have continuously put their life on the line. Protecting our lives, humanity and nation. Let us join them and stick together as one. Irrespective of our misunderstanding. Be it political, cultural 
ideological. Our uniqueness is our oneness, our strength is our diversity. Let us stand by, stand with, and support our armed forces to keep this nation together. Nigeria is my own. Nigeria is your own. Nigeria is our own. Fighting here and there, we don't want it at all. Killing people today, tomorrow, we don't want it at all. And we don't want separation. You do your own, I do my own. Make you they go. No, 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 no. We don't want that one. We may quarrel and disagree. But let it be on the table of dialogue. No blood, chaos, war, violence. Let us stand with our nation as one people. And we must also stand for the armed forces. They are our husbands and wives. They are our brothers and sisters. Please support the armed forces. Whose lives are always on the front line to protect our nation. Nigeria is your own. Nigeria is mine. Nigeria is our own. Our uniqueness is in our oneness. Our oneness is our strength. My name is Zara. The doctor said I have a hole in the heart. Many children in our society struggle with the effects of a malfunctioning heart. When she's having those crises, she's practically gasping for air. She's struggling to breathe. Sometimes I feel tired and sometimes my nails turn to color blue. Her fingernails, her lips, everything just turns blue-black. Cardiovascular diseases are responsible for more deaths of children in their first year of life. And it's really sad because you're sitting, staring, but there's nothing you can do about it. It causes heart failure and cardiac arrest in adults. But if discovered early, they can be treated and prevented from permanent heart disease. The doctor said we have to travel abroad. When I look at her, I see a child that has something to offer at the end of the road. Join the fight to save our children from heart failure. Support children living with cardiovascular diseases. Heal a heart today. This message is from the Kanu Heart Foundation. Keep that heart beating. From the towering heights of the Zuma Rock to the shimmering falls of the Kogosi live a people united for good. With a rich deposit of black gold as a footstool and engine room for growth. We speak with one voice that though tribes and tongues may differ, but like the whispering rushes of rivers Niger and Benue, we remain united for good. Nigeria. Good people, great nation. Rhythm of Love from Nigeria, the country that defines the future of Africa. Voice Trendy of Nigeria, your authoritative choice. Trendybeats.com. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Alongside Malam Spice, you know. Spice, you know. Spice, you know. Yeah, man. Alongside Malam Spice, you know. Yeah, man. Alongside Malam Spice, you know. Yeah, man. Alongside Malam Sp
We come from my shops to place, you know. Shops to place. You know, people are happy about it, so they have to speak out, you know. It's the right time. It's the right time. Live like that. It's like time for you to speak out, you know. So, that's how we go. It better be you. Sheep will be the goats, but to be the situation where who calls for throat. See them looting, polluting without. No sense, get some children where their mama care about. How could they deceive you every day? Land for your office and your salary, no day. You go there, like your day. After that, nobody man go tell you which way. But I wonder, say, when you go better? When we go leave like sons and daughter? When we go no say, try be no matter. When will the situation for the poor people change for the better? Yeah. What we really need is peace and unity But all the love is for rights in society yeah, yeah. So enough of them, them. brutality yeah, Don't take away my sanity yeah. It better be you oh, yo. As I see the way my brother does the hustle every day It better be you It better be you It better be you It better be you What's up for too much? I know we lie. The truth I tell you, a light a lie. Every ghetto man they try just to get a lie. Because from small they don't they cry. Why they? They crease the cell, go for street. When police come, everybody go this way. Get the man, they find them hard to see food job. That's why most of them, they do mumu job. Situation for my country get critical. Like of medicine, they kill the people for hospital. Because the government no get time for us at all. That's why our economic system, they fall down. Get the man, the manage. Our country back on a bandage. When it's the man of spicy rocks, there the black face. Three are we together, come to match up the place. To eat on half for we. Tell my poor family, tell me. So our road don't turn panty. Then turn big girls to prostitutes and the boys them loot, yo. This kind of life is funny. I'm gonna go leave if you know get the money. That kind of life, you don't know my tummy. Tell me, all the robots are show show we the way. The way to break the chains of the slavery. They beat me, yo. Come, them go go. If you say today, them go say not tomorrow. They might yeah. them. give you pain and sorrow. Instead of we to spend, up a we to the borrow. We carry our dough. Put some for Swiss and some for Tokyo. I beg you, you no know jello. Cause very soon the well, you could try yo. People go shout yo. Say you for me yo. And now the poor people go feel really the pain yo. What you be the gain yo? No pain yo. But we the suffer and we still up it say yo. So we the pay me yo. As I see the way my brother does the hustle every day. I love you. We the pay me yo. Stand up for what we believe in. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah.
justice for oh, everybody. Just all amenities for the people there. You know, let everybody have a good life. And let's be as one. You know, for the country that we really love so much. So, so, you know, it's great to come for a ride. And for a canal, I know you're prepared. You know, for a ride, man. I'm spicy. I'm steady. You know. Music, music of Blackface, it would pin me, featuring Rocksteady and Marlon Spicy. Of course, that song fills up for, unfortunately, we can't get issues that program for you today. By the way, we'll bring it in our subsequent times of broadcast. I'll go straight up to my next song, of course. It'll be by P-Square. They call this one, Bring It On, featuring Dave Scott. Enjoy it. Bring it on, bring it on You, you, bring it on You, Life know the sweet though, hey If some people know they hate you So use the number six so And calculate, you go see the ratio The beef self na me go Where na asu, them relate so bring your own crazy show with the mix so on Fall. 
where you're from or what you do. Just as long as you're chasing money, do what's right, never give up on it. Bring it on, bring it on. Are you ready? Are you ready? No matter how you try, don't you ever fall. Keep your head up high and standing tall. Bring it on. From the center of unity, Abuja, to the shores of the Atlantic Ocean, Lagos, this is Voice of Nigeria. analysis of issues from an African perspective. Voice of Nigeria.
great defensive tackle. And there's no telling with these Nigerians. And he makes it to the 18. And he it's the oh my goodness, what a call! That beautiful song, of course, the inspiring song from um, Tufis Dibia and a host of Nigerian artists bringing it down, of course, to fill up for our program, which couldn't come up, unfortunately, issues. Now, down to um, the next program activities at Nigeria's presidential seat of power, but the program The Villa. Remember, you can listen to us via www.von.gov.ng. You can also share thoughts with us by writing on us via Twitter. At Voice of Nigeria. The villa comes right after this. Don't go away. And the students go to school without fear. Will we stay at home forever because our schools are not safe and stop our mothers from shedding a tear? Wise words of our elders is one of a kind. A people united are a people with one mind. They can move mountains and build a great nation. Bring peace and prosperity that will last for generations. Abdul, Kule, and Jimka, these are my friends. We are Nigerians and we are here to stay. We are stronger together and this we know. Aousa, Yoruba, Igbo, and many other ethnic cities. Nigeria cannot be divided. this we all agree. the center of unity Abuja to the shores of the Atlantic Ocean Lagos this is voice of Nigeria Welcome to this week's edition of The Villa. In this program, we review major events that took place in the past week.
at the presidential villa, Nigeria's seat of power. In this edition, President Tinubu restates commitments to creation of investment opportunities. Nigeria's president pledges support for regional justice systems. And Vice President Shatima expresses Nigeria's readiness to recapitalize its Bank of Agriculture. Details of these and more will come your way in this edition of the Villa. My name is Timitokwe Mustafa. You're welcome. President Bola Ahmed Tinubu has reaffirmed his commitment to create investment opportunities that support Nigeria's growing population, saying his administration remains steadfast in implementing necessary economic reforms to facilitate business growth. He commended the recent landing of a 45,000-kilometer submarine fiber optic cable in Akwaibom State, which establishes connectivity for the south-south region of Nigeria, with Europe and other parts of Africa via the Atlantic Ocean. The president has also said that with the right policies, partnerships and determination, Nigeria can overcome long-standing developmental challenges that have hindered rapid progress across sectors. Receiving a delegation from the Corporate Council on Africa, CCA, led by Floris Elisa, CCA's president and chief executive officer in Abuja on Thursday, President Tinubu reiterated his commitment to Nigeria's economic growth and stability, emphasizing that he is not relenting until his vision for Nigeria is achieved. The Nigerian leader, President Bola Ahmed Tinubu, has met privately with former head of state, retired General Yakubugu One, at the presidential villa Abuja to discuss issues bordering on the crisis in the West African regional bloc. Addressing status correspondent after the meeting, Gowon said he had robust discussions with the president while he clarified the rumor of him being a stumbling block in ECOWAS moves to resolve the regional crisis. General Gowon stated that misinformation about his role on the regional crisis has been adequately addressed. That is not the case, I think. There was a mixed uh, communication somewhere, and uh, but I think it gave the opportunity uh, for Mr. President then to uh, call me and so that we can discuss and uh, what I was to do at uh, that uh, ECHOS uh, meeting was part of the discussion that we had today. So that has been done and, uh, and, and solved and I hope that uh, we can probably be able to have that uh, um, message uh, in a done uh, later on today at the ECHOS uh, uh, in the headquarters, probably about five o'clock. I'm sure. The former head of state father speaks on the economic hardship in Nigeria. He urged Nigerians to be patient with the government of President Tinubu as he thrives to resolve the numerous challenges bedeviling the nation. You know, the government is trying their best to deal with the various problems uh, of the country, but uh, with Nigerians, don't you worry, you can get criticized. I think 
people out there they know better than uh, what you know you know there but uh, you know i think all that one can say is that to nigerians have to give uh, uh, the the president uh, the, you know time to get things really done and it is uh, too early to sort of say uh, yes that absolute result perfect result would be achieved in, uh, now so uh, that is my uh, you know opinion the two leaders also discussed the ongoing crisis in ECOWAS, which retired General Gowon emphasizing the need for a resolution as one of the founding fathers of the regional bloc. The Nigerian government is taking steps that will help address some of the challenges confronting the aviation sector in a bid to boost operations at the airport in line with government's desire to provide an enabling environment for businessmen within and outside the country. Minister of Aviation Festus Keyamo disclosed this in an interview interview with State House correspondent after a meeting with the Presidential Enabling Business Environment presided over by Vice President Kashim Shetima, who chairs the Council. It was a very robust session. Different ministers had a lot to say. For example, in my own sector, the aviation sector, I highlighted the problems we face at the airports that hinder the ease of doing business. And for exactitude, just to tell Nigerians that we are very concerned about the multiplicity of agencies at the airports, government agencies, and the attitude of officers of these agencies. This government is very concerned about it. The vice president is on top of the issue. Uh, we looked at various ways to address that issue. We also looked at the problem where our local operators of airlines don't have access easily to aircrafts on leases around the world and why they are struggling with a few aircraft to service so many routes in Nigeria. We looked at all of that. A member of the Council and Chairman, Senate Committee on Trade and Investment, Senator Sadiq Umar, who highlighted the need for stronger collaboration among all arms of government, pledged his support of the legislature towards boosting economic activities in the country. To me, the good news is that the council and the chairman, that's the vice president, have realized that it has to be interministerial, intergovernmental. What I mean by intergovernmental is that all arms of government must be involved. The Supreme Court was represented. I am representing the National Assembly and, of course, all the ministers and vice president represent the executive. With this, it means all arms of government will need to do what is required for this to be successful. So that when it comes to lawmaking, we are thinking of an omnibus bill so that all the bottlenecks can be removed via a bill. National Assembly will be part of these processes so that it is not going to be any surprise when it comes to us. We are ready to be champions for this. So Nigerians should expect a lot of champions from the National Assembly, from the executive, and in fact from the Supreme Court to be able to make ease of business successful in Nigeria. So I'm very delighted Special advisor to the President on ease of doing business, Dr. Jumoke Uduwole, disclosed that targets have been set for all ministries, departments and agencies of government, adding that all that needs to be done to revive business activities are receiving the needed attention. We're looking at the regulatory pillar. For the next 90 days till May 20th, uh, ministries, departments and agencies have their targets. All the issues that PEBEC is known to tackle, some of our reforms have unwound. We're coming back with them. 
just to make sure that we track things, the uh, incorporation of companies within 48 hours, all the visa and arrival within 48 hours, those things need to come back. What gets measured gets done. So the Perfect Secretariat has come together with a scoop of a 90-day accelerator. And the ministries, departments, and agencies across all the business-related, all the business-facing sectors. And you know us for tracking. You know us for transparency. We'll be releasing an interim report at the 45-day mark, and we'll continue to carry Nigerians along. President Bola Tinubu has directed permanent secretaries across federal ministries to ensure all projects and programs domiciled in the ministries become reality to Nigerian citizens. This was made known by the head of civil service of the Federation, Falashade Yemieson, on Thursday after she led a delegation of permanent secretaries to visit the president at the State House Abuja. Addressing State House correspondents on the significance of the meeting, the head of the Civil Service of the Federation said that the President also charged the permanent secretaries to redouble their effort to ensure that the Renewed Hope agenda becomes a reality. To have um, some time with Mr. President, and this gave a very, very good opportunity. And Mr. President also used the opportunity to charge the permanent secretaries to redouble their efforts to ensure that the renewed hope agenda becomes a reality. So it was. A the head of service added that the meeting provided opportunity for permanent secretaries to have an interface with the president. She made known further that the permanent secretaries equally assured the president of their total commitment to the success of the Renewed Hope Agenda and the realization of his administration's goal. Like I said, Mr. President has given us a double match order to ensure that all the projects, all the programs that are domiciled in the ministries become a reality to Nigerian citizens. And the permanent secretaries also have given him the reassurance that that's why they're there, that they are his foot soldiers in the ministries and that they would walk there tirelessly. The Chief Justice of Nigeria, Justice Olukayodiari Wola, has said that the Economic Community of West African State, ECOWAS Judicial Council, will consider the issue of the enforcement of judgment emanating from the ECOWAS court. He made a disclosure on Thursday while speaking to status correspondent at the Presidential Villa Abuja after he led members of the ECOWAS Judicial Council to meet with President Bola Tinubu. Speaking about the meeting held with President Tinubu, Ariwola said the meeting with the president went on beautifully. He said it was a captive visit on the president by the ECOWAS Judicial Council, and as the Chief Justice of Nigeria, he was elected the chairman of the ECOWAS Judicial Council. You are listening to the Villa Voice of Nigeria's program that reveals major activities that took place within the week at the presidential villa, the seat of power in Nigeria. Still to come, Vice President Shetima emphasizes need to secure border communities. 
The vice president who stated this during a meeting with a delegation from the Border Communities Development Agency at the presidential villa Abuja noted the challenges faced by these communities, including insecurity and lack of basic amenities. He stressed the importance of border communities in national security and pledged continuous support for them. Through improved corporate governance, innovative private partnerships, and by attracting alternative investment capital. Higher returns from public enterprises will provide crucial funding for education, healthcare, housing, power, roads, and other areas vital to lifting millions out of poverty. The Vice President acknowledged the need for residents to feel a sense of belonging as Nigerians and assured of the government's commitment to improving access to health care and other essential services for the residents of these communities.